Life is boring. The vast majority of life is boring and routine. We just go through and we do the things that we do. That's it. But we now have these platforms that we feel pressured to act out on, to stand up in and make artificial realities around ourselves, to make ourselves feel better and seem better and be more interesting because who's going to buy my book if I'm not interesting? And I think it's destroying us from the inside. So I'm here today to deliver a basic manifesto. Be boring. Embrace your boring. Only then will you be your true self. Let's discuss that on this episode of Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and I'm sure a lot of people click play on this episode with both its name and that introduction. So hello to the brave, to the bold, who are ready for the glorious message of embracing our boredom and boring lives. But before we get into all that, If you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast on whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, I really need it because my life's boring. Like yours. Like everybody else's. Because that's what it means to be human. Thank you to everybody who already does that. Thank you so very, very much. All right, so let's just get into it. Life is boring. I, I, I kind of came up with this idea of t- to talk about this because I, I do stuff on Instagram. I do stuff on the Twitters. I do stuff. No, let, let's be honest. I don't use Facebook. I I'd like to. I got a group over there. Join it. We'll, we'll talk. Or tell me what platform you want a group on. Maybe we'll start a Discord server. I don't know. But I I see so many people going to extreme levels to show how cool their lives are, especially especially on, on Instagram, especially on Instagram. I've got a friend, I've got a couple friends actually, who basically set their phone on a timer and do a fashion parade and take dozens if not hundreds of pictures of themselves in various places and rooms in variant lighting so that they can get the best collection of pictures that they can to share out on Instagram periodically. And look, I'm not against a selfie. Selfies are awesome. Selfies are one of the techniques that I use to get over my body dysmorphia and my gender dysmorphia and Oh, my dysphoria about everything that is me. Because every now and then, when the lighting's right and I get the right filter on it, I can look at that picture and go, huh, 
that's not a monster looking back at me because I have problems. So I'm not hating on the selfie, but that's not you. That's not your life. That's not your story. And okay. If that's the thing that you want to do, if you find meaning and purpose and power in it, I am not going to gripe at anybody who finds any way to feel empowered in this world. There are so many things that want to tear us down. But I want to speak up for the rest of us who, you know what? I'm overweight. I, I'm a non-binary femme, and I'm not sure how I should, or not should, should is the wrong word, how I want to express that in my fashion. I'm not sure how to do that with anything. It's all still so fresh and new to me. And I just don't know. I don't know. And I think a lot of us are in this camp, especially for those of us who write. This episode is for the writers, because one of the weird things that I've noticed over the last couple months is the writers that I spend the most time talking to online and paying attention to online and actually responding to and liking and getting excited when I see new content from them are boring writers who embrace that. They're just posting updates about where they are in their process and their progress. Sometimes there, there are a couple writers. There's one in particular, Bridget Morgan on Twitter. Every time she tweets about what tea she's drinking, it gives me life. And it's not because of some like meta narrative or parasocial relationship or any of that crap. It's because She's just stating, I'm having this thing and I love it. See, I, I don't have a variety of tea. Well, I do have a variety of teas in the house, but I'm very boring. I, I am currently drinking my caramel apple tea because I have a caramel apple tea every day. And I make up a big pot of it because I really like it. And it's a red tea. And I love it. It's from Republic of Tea and I, I love it so much. But I can't share that. It's boring. It's every day. It's like, I'm making my caramel apple tea again. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think we've gotten to a place. Because I see this in conversations I have with people. And I see, I see this online. Especially in the writing community on Twitter. Where people are getting frustrated because their life isn't interesting enough for social media. Their life isn't interesting enough to sell books. And I think that that's a lie. I, I, if we were just to embrace the boring nature of who and what we are and put it out there, be bold, be brave. One, I love those posts from people because one, th their authenticity. Yeah. Oh, look, it's my cat. Oh, look. Here I am, reading a book when I should be working. That's real. And yes, we connect with authenticity in others, and that is helpful. But also because, let's be honest, unless you're watching an extremely wealthy writer, and they are few and far between, we don't have the money to do these extravagant trips and to do 
all of these wonderful things that we see them doing. And that's okay. More than anything else, that's the message I want to just nail home today. It is okay to have a boring life. In fact, I think that's why a lot of us turn to writing. My life has always been a bit dull, and I retreated into my imagination. I grew up out in the middle of nowhere. The nearest neighbor kid was like seven miles away, and rarely did we ever go and play. Except for at school, at recess at school. And it was me and my dog and my mom. And my dog and I would run around in the woods. That was it. That's all I had for fun. That's all I had. I had that, I had my toys, I had the television. And so I retreated into my mind. I retreated into my imagination. Because I had it. It was the friend that I had to help get me through the doldrums. And the more writers I meet, the more times I hear stories not exactly like mine, because I grew up in the 1800s. I learned how to cook on a Franklin pot-bellied cast-iron stove. I, I know how to put the kindling in. I know how much wood to put in to get, the, get it hot enough. I know when to put the pan on, how long to wait for the cast-iron pan to get hot. Because that's how I learned how to cook. <laughs> that is a very different world than the one we live in now. But, and I'm not that old. <laughs> By the way, I'm not that old. That happened in the 80s. But I lived in a very rural family. And there's nothing wrong with that. And the fact that I feel compelled to constantly chant, there's nothing wrong with that, is what's wrong with our community. And what's wrong with our society right now. From AuthorTube making us feel like we should be so much more productive than we actually are. And I'm not faulting AuthorTube. I watch a lot of AuthorTube videos. I enjoy a lot of people on there. But let's face it, they are showing us their best lives. Because that's what it's about, right? With very few exceptions. And I can only think of one one author recently, Mandy Lynn, who broke her hard drive and took her audience through that entire gut-wrenching experience of losing her novel because she didn't have it backed up. And it was a tragedy. It was a terrible thing. A lot of, a lot of authors would hide that because if we're not perfect if we don't give off the illusion of perfection, why would anyone care about us? I like blemishes. I, I, I like wrinkles to a certain point of view, <laughs> to a certain point. And that's more on myself than others where I start drawing the lines because in my head, I'm not as old as I am. I don't feel as old as I am. I guess that's stupid. I guess I do feel as old as I am, but because I don't know how it would feel to be otherwise. But what I thought somebody my age would feel like, that's not how I feel. And so I look at myself sometimes, and I, I can't imagine how I got here, how I got to be who I am now. And there's a pressure to feel like you have to be brilliant and witty and smart all the time. 
And I'm not saying that because I do a podcast five times a five five times a week. It's more than that. I do this I do these episodes daily because I have a lot of ideas that I want to share because I think a lot of what goes on in my head goes on in a lot of other people's heads. That's not a problem for me. It's those evil little voices. We all know the ones. I should tweet more. I should be doing more on Instagram. I should have a better story on Instagram. I should be doing more YouTube videos because, yeah, I know I've been behind. I'm planning on doing something, but I'm embarrassed at my face because I got a very red face and I don't feel like going to get makeup. And maybe I will and maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just embrace my red face. But yeah, there's always that pressure. I need to do more content. I need to do more content. I need to do more content. Because, and I hate this, and I almost feel like it's a careerist slur to call somebody a content creator, because that's not what I am. I'm a storyteller. I tell stories. I tell all manners of all manner of stories. But yeah, I am a content creator. And a lot of us are. And we start falling into this lie in this trap that everything that we do is content. My podcast is content. My Twitter feed is content. My Instagram is content. My YouTube channel is content. And depending on how you want to build out any of those words, yeah, all of that is technically true. And yes, sometimes it feels good to put out something that we think is witty and have other people come back and find it as witty as we did. Yeah. But the pressure that we're feeling is one that, should I tweet that? Is that useful? Well, who cares? Because what we're actually dealing with when we're having those moments is actually wondering if what we're doing is significant. Are we wasting our time? Am I wasting my breath doing this podcast? I've been doing it for years. Years. And my audience is nowhere as big as This American Life. I'm not raking in the bucks. Why Why am I doing this? Because I love it. I love doing this podcast. I love doing this show. I love writing the books that I write. I love doing the world building and the conlanging. I love it. I love being on social media and having conversations with people. But that pressure, that pressure that we feel, feel, that we feel, to always be on, we have to do something about that. We have to embrace our boring. It's all right to be boring. You know what? I, I rarely leave my house. I hang out with my three cats and my dog and my husband when he gets home from work. And that's what I do. I write, I podcast, I deal with my back and leg pain. These are the things that I do. It's not a lot. It's not glamorous. But most of life isn't glamorous, even if you're one of those celebrities who makes their entire brand out of being... uh, Like, oh my goodness, can you imagine if we actually got to put a camera on one of the Kardashians for an actual day and actually for real, for real, not for TV, but for real, got to see how they 
get out of bed in the morning, eating their breakfast, actually doing their life, not the contrived elements that are put together for television that make them look the way that they want to look and stay on brand for them. I'm talking about real. If reality TV were real, oh, it would be dull. And it would be fascinating. Because it's all the things that you never, ever get to see. What is it actually like at a photo shoot? Okay, there's music, and there's fancy clothes, and there's, oh, look, oh, look, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, oh. But there's also the time, and the changing, and the sitting there waiting for the makeup to be done, and for the hair to be done, and for the nails to be done. There's boredom there. Can you imagine how profound a show like Keeping Up the Kardashians would be if they included those moments? And I'm not talking about like in a fast montage. I'm talking about those actual moments of how much of their day is putting their clothes on and getting their hair done and their makeup done and their nails done and making sure everything is perfect. The hours that you have to spend in the gym to keep a picture-perfect body. Life is boring. And we don't talk about those things because we hide those real things. People don't understand what it is to be us. People don't understand what it is to have the lives that we have. There are a lot of people that think that writers live in this magical fairyland where stories just pop out of nowhere. And if you're part of any writing community, you know that's not true because of all the people that are posting their honest-to-God real boring lives and the struggles that they're having coming up with their stories and telling them in a way that they actually want to tell them and finding the time and the words and the inspiration and the strength to just put more words down. Everything is a struggle. Everything, even the easiest-looking job. People look at models and say, wow, that must be nice to get paid just to have to stand there and get your picture taken. But they have to think about where their arms are, where their eyes are looking, where the light is. There are so many things that they have to think about and care about and be concerned about so that they are getting those good pictures and getting them quickly so they'll get another job. Every job, no matter how simple it looks, has a whole world of minutiae that people don't see. And to me, this is the brave new frontier. I love me an honest writer. I love me an honest musician. As much as I love the mystique of a band like Ghost, which we talked about previously on yesterday's episode of the show, I also love those bands that just take you into the studio with you with them and on tour with them and just share the ups and the downs and everything else. Because that's a whole experience of life that I will never have. I'll never write a great song. I'll never be on a stage singing for a large group of people because I'll probably never be on a stage singing ever. (laughs) And anybody who's heard my voice knows why. I mean, my singing voice. Yeah. Be be boring. Embrace your life. Celebrate it. Because what we're missing 
in this world more than anything else is celebration, joy, and acceptance. Let's bring that to the little things, to the moments that we have that we love and to the ones that we absolutely hate and despise. Let's be open. Let's be honest. Don't share so much that you, you know, there is no such a thing as oversharing and I'm not encouraging that, but don't feel that you have to manufacture an artifice that's different from who you are. I came out of the closet many years ago and several times since as I've learned new and deeper truths about myself. I don't want to have to build a silicone closet around me to present a life that is not mine. And I don't want any of you to have to do that either. So please join me in the bored, in the boring revolution. Share your life as it is, blemishes and all. Revel in the joy of it. And we'll change this world, at least for ourselves. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did and you haven't already, please take a moment to rate it in whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help me out a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, my boring, boring, my gloriously boring social media, I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find links to everything that I do over at Project Shadow. I'm sorry, I had to pause there because I was just thinking, like, how... I wonder how many people are going to have the courage to not only click play on this episode, but make it all the way to the end. Because y'all are a special lot. Because <laughs> I think people want those tips on how to be special and how to make that illusion last and not to just be like, pop the illusion. <laughs> Anywho, if you can... In the show notes, you'll find a link to both listener support and my Patreon. If you can help support the work that I'm doing, it does mean the world to me. Thank you so much to everybody who does that. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. You've you've given a lot just listening to this point because I'm pretty sure this isn't the episode that you thought you wanted, but hopefully you liked it anyway. And hopefully, hopefully you like it enough to share it, because I think this is a message that needs to get out. Embrace your boring. Hashtag boring life forever. <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to start that hashtag, but we'll see. If you think anybody would like this or you know somebody who needs this message, share it with them. That helps out more than you know. Until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.